Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I'm talking to you about Hearthstone while I am driving. Not not driving home from work today because today is Sunday, September 23rd. I know, I know, but I I promise you I am not driving home from work. I promise you I am. I actually am working today because I'm on call, but I'm not driving to the office. Um, but this is kind of an impromptu episode, and and this has kind of been how things have been going the last couple of weeks, that uh, some of these episodes are kind of coming as things evolve, and I may not 100% be planning on recording episodes, but that, that's okay, right? Like, I think that's the whole, the whole reason that I do it, that I do the show the way that I do it, is so that I have the flexibility to do that. Um, you know, I mean, not to say that there isn't value to having, you know, co-hosts and having people to bounce things off of, but, you know, I did that for a long time, not in Hearthstone, but in general, and, um, one of the other things that I like is being able to, when something comes up, I can just kind of grab my phone and hit record and do it, so that's what I'm doing today. Um, I'm going to talk about my ladder, it doesn't really matter, um, I, I'm, I've been bouncing all over the place, I got as high as rank two, I got down, I, I've fallen back down to rank five, I posted a tweet last night, if you follow my Twitter, where I was trying, um, I, I'd been playing a lot of, of Subject 9 Secret Hunter, I've basically been playing Subject 9 Secret Hunter and um, Asmodai's uh, Resurrect Priest, the latter because it's Priest, and I'm me, um, the former because I was casting uh, Phoenix Cup on Friday night, and uh, both the players in the first match had brought uh, different versions of Subject 9 Secret Hunter, and I had never played it because I didn't have Subject 9, I kind of was looking for an excuse to craft it, so uh, that's what I did, and I've been playing a bunch of it, um, but I was struggling with just like a whole bunch of different stuff, I went from rank 2 to rank 5 over the course of the day yesterday, and I, I eventually went back to the subject, to the Secret Hunter, because I was going back and forth, and you will see on my Twitter, I posted a game that I played against an Odd Warrior, where I spent 40 minutes playing that game and lost. And that was when it was time for me to shut it down for the night. Um, so, but, you know, honestly, like, and again, we talked about struggles. I've been up and down, and it's been kind of uh, a frustrating experience, if I'm being honest. And that's what I want to talk about today, because I just finished, I, you know, I'm, I'm driving around, my, today's the first day of Hebrew school for my kids, and normally my wife would be with me and we'd be going around and doing our shopping together. Today, it so happens that we've got a whole bunch of different things, so I'm on morning duty, and she's on evening duty, so I have a bunch of time on the in the car on my own, and I just spent the last two hours listening to episode, I believe it's 154 of Coin Concede, titled The Works, where they went very in-depth about, they, they much more than my hot takes on Tuesday, about what these changes mean in terms of our relationship with the game, and, and I... Before I go any further, I'm going to say, if you are not someone who normally listens to Coin Concede, first of all, okay, <laughs> you should be, but you also should really go listen to this episode. It was fantastic, and, and what it did for me was it triggered kind of a light bulb moment for me as far as why I've been feeling the things that I've been feeling, and that's what I want to talk about today. So... This may, this is going to be another one of our uh, talk about our feelings episodes. Normally when I have those kinds of episodes, 
I have concrete things that you can do to try to reshape your mind. I may or may not have that today. Uh, again, this is kind of raw and I'm kind of processing it as I'm going and we're going to process it together, but this may not be an episode where I am going to be very logical and point out things and then tell you how to fix it. This may be an episode where I'm going to tell you how I'm feeling and it may or may not resonate with you and I may or may not have advice for you at the end. So let's, all that said, let's, let's kind of get into that. Okay. So I'm going to preface this again by saying, if you haven't listened to that episode of Quinn Conceit, I don't know that you necessarily need to listen to it before you listen to this, but you should go listen to it. Um, it, it, first of all, it's fantastic. And second of all, it's going to, um, it's going to cover a few things that I'm not going to cover here. And cause I really want to kind of focus on one, one thing that they were zoning in on and they, they touched on a lot of things. Uh, but one of them was the, the change in progression and the lack of progression that I think a lot of us are feeling now that we're in this new ladder world and we have been for a few months now. So what's happening is that we're all kind of, the, the comparison they made was to something more like, well, really every other multiplayer online multiplayer game like a League of Legends or a Heroes of the Storm or, or Overwatch or wherever, where you, you get placed into a tier and then you kind of get settled in there. And then that's where you play. And once you grind in that a lot and you progress, you get better. And then you move out of that, you move into another tier, and then you kind of, you know, you, you move up to another difficulty level effectively. And you are your way up there. And that's something that most of us are not used to we're not used to staying in our lane. So, and, and, you know, one of the things that they spent a lot of time on was, well, if your, your goal every month was to get to legend or to get to rank five or to get to rank 10, or even to get to rank 15 or, or just to get your card back for the month, right? It doesn't even matter whatever your goal is that you set for your month, or maybe it's to get rank four. If you usually get to rank five, whatever it happens to be you would get to that place faster because you're cutting out all of the preamble. If you're someone who regularly gets to legend, you are going to spend less time in the 16 to five grind and get to what most of people who hit legend regularly would consider to be the meat of the ladder. Uh, so naturally the expectation is the, and, and the way they addressed it on that on, on their show is, well, you know, if you used to, it's, Hearthstone's not a 40-hour game anymore, 40, 40 hour a month game anymore, maybe it's a 10-hour game, 10-hour a month game, that you're going to get to that goal, and then you're going to be done, and then it's, well, what, what do I do now, because the next tier may not, may still not be something that you want to work for, and that's certainly part of it, right, like, like, you know, Ridiculous Hat and I have had a lot of conversations this week, you know, privately about figuring out what your end game is for Hearthstone. And, you know, I think a lot of us, a lot of us were expecting tournament mode to be that end game. And now that that's not there, it's kind of, everyone's kind of reevaluating what their end game is. But let's look at it from the other perspective. Let's say that Hearthstone is still a 40 hour a month game for you. And by that, I don't mean that you're getting to your 40 hour a month goal 10 hours in and then figuring out what you're going to do for the next 30 hours. 
But what if it's taking you 40 hours to do what it took you 10 to do? And that's something that I've personally been... And I I think I realized it and I kind of alluded to it in the last couple of weeks. But I haven't really spoken to it. And it's something that's kind of been gnawing at me a little bit. That it feels like I am regressing to some extent. And, And... I don't, and and part of that time discussion two weeks ago was kind of part of it, and it still is part of it. Again, like I said, I just spent 40 40 minutes losing one game last night. That is a thing that happens, and that is going to be something that is going to, um, is going to be factoring into it. But I think there's, there's a little bit more there. Because typically, I would find a deck that clicked with me. And I would get on a good streak, and I would just understand it, and I'd be able to, even if I had some unfavorable matchups along the way, I'd be able to do that. And and this meta has not allowed me to do that consistently. Well, let me rephrase that. I have not been able to do that consistently since the Boomsday project was released. And it's, honestly, it's a a bit concerning, (laughs) if I'm being honest. And I think listening to what they were talking about on CoinConcy kind of made me understand why I'm feeling that way. And, and it may, I don't know if it helps or not. <laughs> if I'm really being honest, it's actually a little bit terrifying, but I, I think that part of what's going on is a lot of us are having to, and I, I, will, I will speak for myself. I am not going to speak for anyone else. And, and I will try to correct myself for the rest of this episode because I am talking purely about me. And if this resonates with you, then I, I, then, you know, then we can commiserate on that, but I don't want to speak for anybody but myself. I am coming to the, to the recognition that I am not a good, as good at Hearthstone as I think I am. And that's a very hard thing to come to terms with. And the reason that I'm saying that is that I think that the way that the old ladder system worked is it kind of masked that a little bit. Like, yes, you would end up playing against pros at rank 16. You would also end up playing against somebody who had a lucky streak at rank 16 and, you know, got up to rank one or, or got up to legend and never been there before. And now they're playing and, and now they're there and they haven't dropped back yet or whatever. And you get these people who get on, you know, good win streaks breaking out. Like, say that you're somebody who gets the legend and you're getting to, you know, rank 15 quickly. You might get to somebody else who was rank 18, started the month at rank 18, hit on a lucky streak or found a deck that worked for them and was able to get themselves up to rank 15 and then was out of their league and you would get wins against them. Uh, or you'd wait a couple of days and you'd be playing against those people and, and you would you would get some wins that were not as more not as difficult as others. And I'm coming to the realization like what we're playing in this new meta, not this new meta, in this new ladder system rather, is we are playing against people who are always at the same level of skill that we are expected to be at by being at that rank. And that's something that until a few months ago, was never guaranteed because you never knew who was on the other side of the match unless they happened to have like a golden celebration car back you recognize their name so what I think this means 
is, and I think this kind of explains a lot of the, it explains my aggravation in general. I'll say that again, I said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk for anybody else. It explains why I've been a little bit more agitated lately in, in relation to the game. It's also explained why I haven't been streaming as much. It's, it's one thing that, and, and to be fair, things have come up. Jewish holidays have gotten in the way of, of my schedule. There are other things going on schedule wise that have also gotten in the way, but realistically, if I wanted to be streaming, I would be streaming. And, and I have had trouble getting myself up the motivation to do it because I am not in com- not as confident in my ability as I have been say a month ago. And, you know, so it, it kind of feeds in there. And I think that what we were all hoping for, what I was hoping for was that this was just kind of this, you know, this particular meta that I was having trouble with and it was the games were taking longer and once Giggling Inventor got fixed, then things would get better. And, and the cavalry is not on the way. And I'm trying to recognize if this is, you know, that those things are all true, but there's also something inside of me where maybe I've gotten a little bit relaxed in terms of my ladder progression. Like I haven't really, I, I've, I've had some fast legend climbs, but I also really haven't persist, you know, maintain that. Like I've had some bursty early finishes, but I haven't really, I don't know that I've really improved my play as much as I could have over the last few months. Maybe I've gotten a little bit complacent. Maybe I've taken that for granted. And so what's happening now is that when I'm playing against other people who are progressing or or at least are at the same level that I'm expected to be at, I'm not doing as well. And it's very easy to look at external factors, but it also, it, it requires some introspection as well. Um, and, and, you know, I, so one other thing that goes into this, right. And, and this is something for me, and this may, may or may not resonate with you as well. That I, so I was on tier five this past week. Um, I'll, I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Rod had me on. We, he wanted to talk about ADD and gaming, and that's a topic that ADD in general is a topic that I have been very outspoken about since my diagnosis. I, I haven't done had a discussion like this in a while. I was happy to have it. I was very happy for Rod to have had me on, and, and we had a pretty honest discussion there about what it means to live with ADD and, and you know how it affects gaming. And one thing that I and and something that we talked about was the idea of feeling like your accomplishments may or may not be legit because they're not generally repeatable when you're not diagnosed. And you should go listen to that. It was a good, it was a good, um, discussion. I really don't want to rehash it, but I, what I didn't talk about there, which I think is kind of relevant is Hearthstone is a game that I found and I, I didn't find it when I was going through the process of getting diagnosed, but I started getting more seriously into it around the time that I was starting to go down the, the path of getting diagnosed with ADD. And I don't think that those, th- those two things are, are a coincidence. Like, one thing that is very true about me and, and one thing that is very true about my relationship with this game in particular, this game specifically, is that I was having a lot of crises of self-confidence around the time that I was getting diagnosed. Um, I was 
having a lot of problems in my life that I was not understanding why I was having them. I was having some, you know, I, I talk on that episode with Rod about, you know, every mistake feeling like you were like, like feeling, uh, spending a lot of time when you're undiagnosed, feeling like you're a fraud and feeling like, um, every time that you mess up, like the, the curtains that like the walls are going to come cr- crashing down around you because you've finally been figured out that you're a fraud and other people are going to see you for the way that you really are, even though it's not true. Um, but what is true is that I was having a lot of problems at work, at home, um, you know, just a lot of things that were making me doubt my self-confidence and doubt my abilities, which is when it, one of the reasons that finally led me to try to get diagnosed, to figure out if there was something to that. And one thing about Hearthstone is that it is, it has generally been something that I have been better than average at. And while I will talk and I have talked on this podcast and others about not letting your rank define you and not letting your ability or lack thereof at a game define you and that you are not your rank. There is a part of me where that still goes back to that time four years ago where my self-confidence has been to some extent manifest in this game. And the fact that things have changed that may be I may be revealing that I have work to do if I want to be better at this game. And, and that's a decision point, right? Like, I don't have to, right? Like, I'm not going to be a tour. I, I am pushing 40. Realistically, I do not have the stamina or the desire or the, the free time to pursue, like, a, a professional esports career. It's not happening. I could if I wanted to, really, but I would have to sacrifice a lot, and I'm not willing to. So whatever progression is there and whatever improvement is there is solely whatever I want to make it. But the fact that I'm struggling, and for two months in a row, in a way that I haven't really in in a while, feels like I'm starting to lose some of that, which means that some of my you know, my, my being good at this game meant was something that I was holding on to when nothing else was going right. And I don't need that as a crutch anymore. Like that, I am not in that space as, you know, emotionally, like I'm not, I'm, I'm in a much better place than I was in it. But there is still a part of me that is, feels like I am losing a part of my identity by not being able to hit legend in a way that I have been able to before, whether or not that is justified, whether or not that is legitimate. I'm realizing that there is a part of me that is tied up in that achievement and not being able to repeat that achievement, at least so far this month, that is concerning to me on a deeper level than I'd previously confronted. And that's manifesting my manifesting itself in it's, it's put it's basically like a batter being in a slump. Like I'm pressing. And so I'm not having as much fun and I'm losing games that I feel like I should have won. I'm blaming the decks that opponents are bringing. I lost to an even hunter last night. Let's not talk about that. Um, and 
I'm generally dissatisfied with the state of the game right now. And I don't think it has anything to do with the state of the game. I think it has to do with me, and I think it has to do with coming to terms with where I am as a player and what I need to do if I want to get myself back there. So the other the other thing that's kind of solidified this for me is that I've been playing a fair amount of Eternal lately. Uh, it, it happened because they did that Twitch Prime promo. I ended up getting Andrew in, into it. He blames me for that. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and so I've been playing it a little bit more and, and Pear has also been playing it some on her stream to take a break from Hearthstone too. And, and, you know, it is nice to get into a bit of a different game. And so I was in Pear, Pear stream last night. She's Pear underscore HS, I believe on, on Twitch. She go follow her. She's really good. Um, and she was playing Eternal and there was, um, a player named Sunnyvale who I did not realize at the time when we were, um, when we were chatting was, you know, one of the early top legend players in Eternal and, um, gave, gave me a, uh, budget deck that I started playing with. And I went, the way that their rank system works is that they have like three tiers in, uh, bronze, silver, gold, and then there's platinum and masters. I don't know if there's multiple tiers in platinum or not. But I was went from like bronze two to the bottom of silver in like a night, and and which you would think that you know me having spent as much time as playing card games as I have, that would be a thing that I would do, right? Like I should be good at that, and, and I am good at game at those card games. But it it amazed me like how different it felt, right? Because I'm progressing quickly, like I'm playing a deck that is relatively strong for the rank that I'm at. I'm playing, I, I understand how to play it as much as I can in a new game, but you know, most things in card games are, are so a lot of things in card games are fairly universal, like the details are, are different, but the, the fundamentals are the same. And I, I realized that I spent like an hour doing climbing and feeling really good about myself, whereas in Hearthstone, I have been having times like that, but then there are followed by these crushing losses, strings of losses. And that's on me, right? Like that means I need to be playing better. Like I'm not a bad player, but I'm also not as good of a player as I think that I am. And, and I feel like this is a, a lesson that I don't think the Hearthstone team intended to have us all learn by virtue of the new ladder system, but it, it, it did really change the, our own, per, like, it did change for some people the perception of how good you really are at this game because having win streaks for that much longer too is not something to be underestimated if you're someone who spends a lot of time in five the legend is that a lot of that first part of the climb can if you are good enough to be beating if you're better than an average player but not better than an average rank five player for instance um, you're going to spend a decent amount of time on win streaks, and you're going to get through that first part of the grind very quickly in the old system. And now that's not there anymore. And now you're just... It, it feels like it did the first time climbing from 5 to Legend. And there was that safety net at rank 5, but there's no other safety net, and... and tilting down from like rank two to rank five, like I did yesterday. And I'll be honest, I'll say I was tilting down. 
Like, I'm not ashamed of that. Like, I, I mean, it, I'm not proud of it, but I'm going to be honest about it. That's something that happened. Um, it feels like dropping five or six ranks before the ranked fours were a thing. And which I know that a lot of you may not even remember when ranked didn't have any rank floors at all and you could go all the way down from like rank 5 to rank 20 if you had a really really bad night and I don't know if that ever happened to anybody but it could happen and so it but it's making me realize that like I'm am I taking the game seriously enough if that's if climbing is something I want to do but the other thing that it's done is that it's made me that that kind of lack of confidence that's seeped in has also made me more hesitant to experiment because I don't feel like I'm as good a good enough deck builder to be able to play something that's going to work in this meta and if I want to climb and I want to experiment those things are fundamentally at odds with one another so the fun that I would normally have in this meta would be like the time that I went with with control priest and I built a control priest and I took it to legend that's not happening right now. And that's not happening. And that's not, again, that's on me because I could do that. Like I was playing some of Asmodai's uh, Resurrect Priest and I was having fun with it. And then I started losing some games and I switched away from it. I'm like, why? Maybe I should be tinkering with it, but I don't feel confident enough to tinker with it because I feel like I've lost a step. So it's kind of a whole bunch of things coming together that are leading to what feels like a lack of fun, but it's not really, it's not that the game has changed. It's that my, my feeling of myself relative to the game has changed. And that's something for me to recognize and for me to, to either, either I need to shrug. I have two ways that I can go. One is that I shrug that off and I play things that are fun for me, which means priest. And then start, um, you know, and then start working, uh, working through, um, start working through some of the experimentation and try the things that I want to try, which I've, I've, if we're being honest, I haven't done. Um, and that's part of the reason that I've been, um, less than, excited, uh, you know, I've been, I've been feeling kind of negative about the game and I'm trying to reframe that. The other thing that I can do is really double down on becoming a better player. And I could, um, you know, review my replays more than just something to be honest, I haven't been doing. And I could potentially get coaching. It's something I've never done, but I would, you know, it's something I would consider. Um, you know, those are two things that I can do. And because the real, the real, the reality is, that the cavalry's not coming. And the cavalry maybe shouldn't be coming. Like I said, maybe giggling inventor is the one thing that's keeping this meta together. Maybe taking that out would make things feel even worse. Maybe the new the new meta is not going to feel any better than the old one. Um, you know, it's we go through this a lot and we keep expecting the cards to change the game and sometimes it, we just need to get good. If we want to, right? And, and I'm still trying to figure out what this means for me in terms of my approach to the game. Does it mean that I'm leaving the game? No, absolutely not. I still enjoy this game a lot. I still love doing the things that are around the game. I love the hell out of casting. I had an amazing time casting Phoenix Cub on Friday night. 
I wanted, I, I've enjoyed that from when I started doing it. I want to do more of it. I love doing it, which means being still at a decent level at the game. So I guess what I would tell you, I don't have any suggestions. I said, I might not. And I don't, I'm still trying to process this myself, but I guess what I will say is that you need to look at this with the perspective of what if I have more growing to do as a player and maybe, and what if that's the problem and then decide if that's something that you want to do. And it may be that you're content playing where you are and you're content and, and maybe then you don't take it so seriously. Maybe you think that you do have another step to go and you're looking at it and maybe your play has not been at, at the level you would expect of yourself. And then you can think about what you can do to, to improve at that. Um, but I think that the message that we got over the last week is that there's not going to be a change to the meta. There's not going to be a new way to stretch your skills, which I think is what a lot of people were expecting tournament mode to be. I think they were expecting it to be a way to, um, a way to try something new and stretch new muscles. And that's, that's a, personally, that's what I would have liked from a tournament mode is just a way to play best of five without having to commit like a full day to participating in a tournament. Um, but I think that none of that is coming and whatever you're going to make of the game, at least until the new set and the new set may not change anything either is what you make of it. And I guess that's my message to you, uh, this week. So take that as you will. Um, I don't expect we're done with this conversation. There may be more that we're going to discuss, but I think that's what I'm starting to think about. And hopefully if that, if you've been struck, if you've been dissatisfied and you've been grumpy vis-a-vis Hearthstone, maybe that's something that you can look at to help you as well. All right. I, I think that's enough. (laughs) I'm kind of spent, but you know, thank you. Thank you as always for listening. Um, I know that this is been kind of a tough time for everybody in terms of our own relationships with the game. So, you know, just try to find the fun in it and we'll, we'll all make it work together. I'll still be here. I'm still, I'm still doing the show. I'm going to try to get back to streaming, assuming my schedule can accommodate it. And, um, you know, we'll get through this together. I'm not, I'm not leaving Hearthstone. That's not happening. Don't have to worry about it. So where you can find um, more stuff from the show and more stuff from me is you can uh, go to offcurve.com. That is where you will find the links to everything, including those two episodes that I mentioned. Um, You can uh, follow at offcurve for new episode announcements. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at wickedgood. Uh, If you want to see when I'm streaming, uh, I am wickedgoodfm on Twitch. I am hoping, I've been saying this for a few weeks now, hoping, hoping, hoping tonight I'll be back streaming. Um, We'll see where we are. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that, but hopefully I will be, um, but you can find me there. Um, you, you'll also from, uh, from my Twitter, I put announcements for when I'm casting things. I probably need to come up with a better thing on the website to actually have like a calendar of things I'm going to be doing so that you can go see that if you, if it's something you're interested in. Um, uh, you know, the, the Phoenix Cup cast was really good this past week, and I'm really proud of that, so I'm looking forward to doing more of that. And 
Um, you know, if you, oh, I, I got a, um, iTunes review. That's right. I have to go find that because I got an iTunes review because I got my, um, my email from, that's not what I should be looking for. Uh, I got my email from the thing that gives me the, the reviews from the non, um, U.S. web, non-U.S. podcast stores. Words. I can do words. Um, so I got an, a uh, review from iTukton in the UK store that says insightful and enjoyable, insightful Hearthstone chat with a friend. Uh, I started listening to Off Curve in June after coming across Wicked Good on Twitter. Unlike many commercialized cheerle- cheerleading Hearthstone content streams, whether video or audio, Steve's enthusiasm is in- authentic and his content balanced, celebrating the good points while also talking through where Hearthstone can improve, which makes him a totally relatable and more enjoyable listen. The discussions Steve leads you through are well researched, insightful, and peppered with takeaways that are e- equally Easily applicable to your gaming, whether you're battling out at Legend or Subrank 20, where I start most, most months. Often recording on his commute, there's some trade-off on audio, audio quality, though it's still surprisingly good and further leads to the experience you're chatting with a mate as opposed to tuning into some channel or show. A great listen to increase your understanding and enrich your Hearthstone experience. And, oh, by the way, if you're wondering how I'm reading that all out while driving, I'm actually parked and waiting for the kids. <laughs> so don't worry, I'm not about to slam into a truck. Uh, but thank you. And, and I, you know, hopefully I lived up to that in this episode because this is uh, maybe a little bit raw and, and definitely not as enthusiastic. But I think it's I think it's a good discussion to have. Um, so thank you for that. And, and, you you know, those reviews really do help, especially in some of those other app stores where, uh, you know, there there aren't as many reviews that helps with visibility as well. But certainly in the U.S. app store, too, because that's where I see it most often. If you haven't left a review, it, it does help out a lot. And, you know, just hearing those things a lot of the time they make, you know, they make your day. I mean, you know, not that I wouldn't be doing this if, even if anybody wasn't listening, but knowing that the content that I'm creating is helpful and useful and and enjoyable to other people, it it helps a lot, you know? Um, anyway, so uh, that's enough for me for this, for right now. Um, you know, good luck with whatever you decide to do, whatever you decide your goals are, whatever you decide your approach to the game is going to be. Good luck with that. Um, I'll be here with you talking through it on my end. And um, until next time, uh, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.